you're going to enjoy thrust masting it with me. I will, I will thrust it. I think we should, uh, I think we might want to consider thrusting it right after this podcast. That's what I was just saying. Because you're going to have a little while to Can get into Subnautico, but we um, are going to want to fly around and like shoot people out of the sky. And by shoot people out of the sky, I mean be uh, space you, truckers with no combat ability whatsoever. Yeah, I was going to say, shooting people out of the sky is a behemoth <laughs> task. Uh, Dude, wait. Um, you can have two people in a ship, though, now, right? Uh, that Because I have enough money to buy a decent ship that can support two people. I have over 100,000 credits. Uh, multi-people ships. In, sub- in not Subnautica, in uh, Elite Dangerous. Is live yet? Yeah, Verizon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Verizon. Yeah. Well, most smaller ships remain single player. Only players can control either the helm, gunner, yeah, or fighter con. NPC fighter pods can be hired. Yeah, I would say that is something that we could potentially do. I think so too. And we could either do like wing squad, or I could be your gunner because that would be cool. Gun me, daddy. I got <laughs> guys having Jesus three monitors. Christ. I bought this polar seltzer water. Hold it's on, the hold greatest on, seltzer on, water of on, all time. Hold on. Come- it's orange vanilla. Oh, we're recording. Hey. Yeah, we've been up for a while. It tastes like I'm oh, about drinking. Oh, that's awesome. It yeah. tastes like I'm drinking like a creamsicle. It's so Dude, good. drinking Ooh. polar is like the greatest it's like non-soda it's- soda. But I have discovered, and I've been drinking it for like a year, that I think it's starting to destroy my teeth. Wait, really? Because it has, oh, it has like... Well, I don't know this for fact, but like I got to go back to the dentist, but like my teeth hurt a little bit more than they used to. And I think it's because I have polar as a substitute for a lot of other soda because there's no sugar in it, but right. it has that acidic I don't think shit that, in it. I don't think that carbonated water will erode your... Uh, I don't think carbonated water by itself, but I think carbonated water with the acid that they use, the citric acid for flavoring might be enough. That sounds like a wild conspiracy theory. I think maybe we should Google further about it. Yeah, go to WebMD, see how that turns out. <laughs> it says, I <laughs> am dying. <laughs> you have mouth cancer. You have mouth everything. Um, I think maybe you just need to brush your teeth more. What is what is brush your teeth? Um, I'm sure your wife will explain it to you. If you ask her, <laughs> she would probably be very relieved to... <laughs> to learn about yeah. this new, new talent? Yeah. I'm sure she will. Um... Sorry, Antonio, you were saying something. What did you say? Oh, nothing. I was just, I actually just asked. I was like, how many times do you guys actually brush your teeth? Uh, twice like a day. In my life? Oh, a day? Twice. Like once in the morning, once at night? Well, I, I mean, pre-brace life, pre-brace life I'm, I'm, it was twice a day, once in the morning, once at night. Uh-huh. Now that I have braces, it's like yeah. 18 times a day. Yeah, dude, you get garbage in there. <laughs> yeah, dude. It, it's the mm-hmm. worst. I and have this water flosser pick thing, though, that does wonders. It's basically like... Oh, yeah. You know how in that scene in Titanic where they're, like, spraying water over the picture of Kate Winslet's boobies and it's, like, gently uh, cleaning it away? Um, oh, in the very beginning of the movie? Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm doing <laughs> oh. that to my teeth and it's, I so, thought, it's so gentle. I thought nice. there was a scene in Titanic that I had totally missed where they were, Yeah, like, there's the deleted scene where they all pull out super soakers and just... <laughs> Spray Kate Winslet's boobs. I'm like, it's I really think weird. I would have enjoyed that movie a lot more if I had seen <laughs> what scene you're say, talking I about. I don't remember that in the. <laughs> I don't remember that in the uncut. It's in the director's ten cut. hour version. It's just in the Titanic. T H A I. Yep. T H I G H. Sorry, I was watching a different movie. This is a very different film. Uh, well, with that, why don't we say welcome to episode ninety-two of Pixel Raider Land Party? Hello, I'm uh, one of your hosts, Will. I'm Tristan. Antonio. Antonio. And uh, we are friends who love games, love to talk about games, and uh, I guess we should start with what we have been playing, so who would like to kick it off? How about you, Will? Oh, shit. All right, well, I've been playing uh, Super Mario Odyssey. An hour later. uh, And in Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah, dude, I still, I love that game. That's a great game. I played the crap out of really 64, good. so yeah. it's not surprising to me that I would still Odyssey be playing it me. if I had it RIP. Continue. Um, I'm at I think about 800 moons now. Dang, girl, you're getting I am there. I'm wow. getting there. I've been clearing every stage as I go. So, 
I did not think out of the three of us, you would be the one who's like in it so deep into it. I'm in it, man. That is, it's, it's the greatest game. It's what I do when there's nothing else to do and it's like booting it up in the evening. It's just a great little jump around game. But there's something really incredibly satisfying that I didn't notice before, which is when you clear a stage so there are no more moons, no more hints, no more anything that you can't, that you can acquire, the Odyssey... And this isn't this isn't a spoiler. It's just like a little fun thing that it does. The Odyssey will put a little light up dot around the globe mm-hmm. that you stand on to like fly to different areas. Mm-hmm. So I have like thirteen. I have like seven or eight little light up dots that are different colors that say that I've cleared the stages. So I know that I don't have to go back to the Sand Kingdom because there's like a a little yellow LED. Now that's lit after up. you collect all of the moons that you can collect, will you then? collect moons like buy them to get to a thousand i don't well uh i don't know how i feel about doing that mm-hmm. probably just to see the 999 like when there's nothing else i'll just spend the have cash you, but have you bought all the costumes and junk and stuff yet um, i would say probably 89 percent of them 90 percent. Mm-hmm. there are some that i just didn't give a shit about until i had to have a moon for it for example the cowboy costume did not need that until i needed it to get a moon spoiler and the clown costume, similar. Mm-hmm. Like, I just didn't care. But um, yeah, I've been buying them. No, you need them for like each world. Yeah, exactly. It, each world has its own specific thing. Yeah. So I'm buying them now for that when I'm doing the clear out. But before that, I didn't really give a shit. Um, the one thing I haven't done is part of a spoiler that I won't get into. But um, there is like a super difficult follow-up I will put. And I have not completed the super difficult follow-up. I completed the difficult follow-up. I have not completed the super difficult follow-up. And I haven't cleared the extra stuff that occurs at Mushroom Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm waiting for those. As I said, I won't get into it. Don't want to spoil it for anybody who's playing. Um, hopefully I haven't said too much already. But uh, it's still really great. So I'm working on just clearing the planet of moons because I have a feeling the game is going to do something fun to reward you when you do that. Because Nintendo games have a tendency to do that. Yep. Um, I have also been playing uh, a new game that came out recently called Serial Cleaner. I actually Tell think me it came off that. yesterday. Yes. That's by uh, Curve yeah. Digital, right? Or do they, do they develop or publish? Ooh, I do not know enough Those about it. Those guys are cool. Because I have just been playing it instead of okay. researching. But um, yeah, definitely. Did it's you a, buy it? It's an awesome game. Yeah, I bought it. Yep. Okay. It's and like fif- 15, right? 15 bucks. It's on Switch. And... Okay. It is a. It's an interesting stealth-based puzzle game. So the overview of the game uh, of is. Of course, it's stealth-based. Of course, the overview of the game is you are uh, a cleaner, and you get hired to go on these missions where basically a serial killer or a murder has already taken place or a multi-murder, and your job is to go in with the cops already there, sneak around the cops, vacuum up and clean all the blood from the floor, and then body bag the 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 victim. And dispose of the body. Oh, no. Yeah, think Hotline so, Miami clean. I'm gonna up. It's like it's like Hotline Miami right yeah, after gonna, Hotline Miami comes through. Yeah, it, it's great. Cleanup crew edition. I'm gonna yeah. publicly say it, that sounds really cool. It's so good, and they've got this really badass uh, '70s funk track playing in the background that kind of like adapts to every oh. um, group. And I don't know. I'm I'm a fan of funk, so um, it sounds a lot like Lettuce. Uh, Curve Digital was just the publisher. Yeah, the Curve Digital. There you go okay um but this game is amazing it definitely sounds like their kind of game it's super stylized very um i want to say 60s vibe um 60s 70s vibe and uh you're just rolling through cleaning up bodies disposing them however you want to however you want to do it and collecting trophies from every crime scene it's definitely a unique take like it is and you play video games you know you're always about killing dudes nobody ever stops to think like what happens after that yeah, this is pretty close to Viscera Cleanup Detail. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever play that? Mm, what is it? Viscera Cleanup Detail. I think you just made that up. <laughs> no, dude, it's on Steam. It's a great, it's a great little gem. Not a very many people I know have played it, but you basically go and you play very similarly in a in a realistic world. I guess you could play it in VR, and you have a mop and a bucket, and you go and just mop up all this blood and guts after like the Doom guy has come through a level. Hot. And you like have to mop <laughs> up the, the, the level for the next playthrough. It's really interesting. Anyway, 
very similar to that, but you're, there's no time limit. It's just how well can you do it? And if you get caught by the police, you can run. They're much faster than you, but you can hide in the tall weeds or something or like in a trash dumpster. And you have no way to defend yourself. It's you have no gun, no way to defend yourself. And if you get caught, they hit you in the back of the head and you black out and it's like busted. That's cool. And then you get to play the level again. But you don't keep any game. of your, your stuff. It's worth it, dude. 15 bucks. Um, I, I am about eight missions deep. They get much more complicated and um, it ramps up the difficulty in a great way. So uh, I do recommend. 15 bucks is worth it for this game. Is Serial it, cleaner. You got it game. for Switch, right? I got it for Switch. I know it's on Steam, but is it on anything else you know? Uh, I don't. Uh, let me let me Google it, because that's good, Pod. Let's see. It looks like it's on PlayStation 4 and therefore probably also Xbox. Uh, probably on Serial Cleaner Xbox One. <laughs> yeah, it's on Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, PS4, yeah. Xbox, Steam, and Switch. It is great. Serial cleaner. Anyway, I've been playing that. I've also been playing Overwatch just a little bit because that game is still classic and amazing. And mm-hmm. um, something I was thinking about a couple of podcasts ago when I, because I listened to us because I think that we're great, um, was that I always appreciate knowing what kind of games I've been playing like continuously. So even though I haven't been playing Overwatch very much, I think still, I still think it's worth the mention to note that a year and a half later, it's still awesome or half a year. I don't know how long it's been out. It's still badass. So still playing Wait, that overwatch overwatch has been out for a year Two over, over a year. It's like over a year and a half, years. right? Since last June last, it can it at least, it at least came out at the first, uh, packs. I was at almost, Eric and I were watching people play it. It was, it's at least two years. Is it two years in May? It's like probably two or three. Two? No, not two or three. Two at most, a, half, a year and a half or two doesn't matter. Anyway, still playing it, yeah. still great. Uh, anybody who hasn't done it, you should probably get into it. This says great. May twenty fourth, twenty sixteen, but I feel like I was playing it way before then. Maybe February or something. Uh, I've also been playing Elite Dangerous now that I have the Thrustmaster. Oh wait, it's twenty seventeen right now, isn't it? Okay, it is May twenty sixteen. Sounds right. So. Yes, yeah, so it's like a year and a, it's like a going year on and two. Half. Going on two. Uh, Elite Dangerous is still hot. Playing it with the Hotas is a game changer, literally. It's uh, so fun just to... Dude, I know. Controls are through the roof now that I actually have throttle control. Mm-hmm. And like pitch and yaw and roll are all bundled into it's a stick. It's so different. Than, like they did a really good job Excuse of optimizing me. it for controllers, but yeah, playing it with a, a Hotas is just... They tried level, really dude. hard to make it, but yeah, you, you... Oh my God. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I, this is a thing in my life. Yeah. Um, let's definitely play it right after this because I, I want that. Hell yeah. Uh, I got to fold some laundry though, so that's unrelated to the podcast. <laughs> um, and I think I think that's mostly it. I think there was one other, I got like a mobile title because I sometimes like look at mobile games every once in a while and they catch my attention. Oh yeah, yeah. It's called Returner 77. I got it on iOS. It's like three, four dollars. Anybody played this? Nope. Returner no. seventy seven. You no, know we don't play mobile games. Well, yeah, I know. Um, I think me and me and Danny are like the two. Uh, so Returner seventy seven is reminiscent, I would say, of the Room games. Uh, and I I'm using that term sparingly because the Room games are exceptional and they're probably the best mobile games I've ever played. But, um. It's got this kind of uh, float around space and solve puzzles to unlock doors to solve puzzles to unlock the mystery of what's occurring. Um, so and it's, it's kind like of got this weird thriller. It's like The Witness in Space, but it's not anywhere near as good as The Witness because The Witness is like puzzles on puzzles on puzzles everywhere. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like a very linear progression. If you finish this puzzle, you get to go to the next puzzle. Mm-hmm. But I will say for an offline available mobile title, it has enough to keep you occupied. Um, there is some stuff to be desired in the way of puzzle difficulty. And the fact that if you quit the game in the middle of a puzzle that has three or four sequences, it will take you back to the first in the set of four sequences. Right. Um, because it doesn't cache where you were in the puzzle. It caches that you started this sequence of events. 
Um, but those are small coding problems. But overall, I mean, it's interesting. They've got a real person who acts in it, kind of like um, her story, if you will, where like you click on a little videotape and it plays a little MP4 of um, your fellow astronaut talking to you about what the hell's going on and where she is in the world. Mm-hmm. And she's like left you little messages. It's interesting. Uh, I'd, I'd recommend playing it, but uh, if you're interested in something to sequence the rooms, it doesn't quite meet that. But if you're looking for something just to sort of hold you over and play on the train, it's good. You do need to play it landscape, so not a one-handed game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, what about you guys? Um, Let's see. I played some more, playing some more Skyrim. Yeah. Oh, um, how is it two weeks now, two weeks later? It's great. Yeah. No, it's it's a really good yeah. game. Um yeah, I played that. Uh I kind of fell off of um Oh god, what was the other game I was playing? Mario. Why am I having a brain fart? No. <laughs> oh, Portal Knights. I kind of fell off that for now. Um yeah. actually I kind of fell off both games cuz I've been playing uh Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Oh, I um, want to know about Xenoblade. I don't think it's a game that I'm going to get, but I want uh, well, to know Trisco, about your opinions. I don't think you would be super Trisco into it. probably explain it better. I don't think you'd be into yeah. it. It's a, it's a very JRPG game, but the battle system is very passive um, in the sense that Everyone everyone's auto-attacking and you're basically buffing them the entire time and mm. giving them combos to use. So there's still uh, an immense level of things to do during battle but it's not like you know final fantasy type press a select an attack slash spell slash item you know what i mean right uh it's a little bit different than that sometimes i kind of sometimes i kind of wish it was that mm. um the only it, the other thing too is it's the kind of game where you have to you have to be okay with the fact that when there's a battle going on there's a lot of talking at once because everyone's shouting and telling you what their moves are and Oh hey, I'm ready for this combo and this and that, and you have to pay attention. Um, you can mute all that, Tony. Otherwise, you're just you're just. No, I know you can, and I tried that, but the the, the thing is, you don't really know what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. So, but uh, I turned it down for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles Two is great, though. Uh, the story so far is really cool. Um, the visuals are nice. I could definitely see where it takes a hit in. Uh, portable versus docked uh but it still looks really good in portable too yeah right runs solid and handheld runs solid you know uh hooked up to your tv um i still haven't got it because i'm waiting, yeah, i'm really waiting on the old holiday yeah i i was really surprised i was really surprised but then uh you know christmas was coming up uh season, so I, you I played it. xenoblade chronicles un right on 3ds yes I did How not finish it? it though. You didn't okay. because those games are long. Yeah, because games. Um, yeah, they're really long. Um, how are you going to say like how does it yeah. compare? Like just first impressions. <sighs> mm-hmm. Um, that's a tough. Are one. the characters as good? Because the characters in Xenoblade Chronicles One were really good, if not a little cliche. Oh, I mean, the, everyone is definitely cliche. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the characters. Uh, I, I'm playing with the English dubs only because, and and that's cool thing about Z- yeah, Chronicles Two is <laughs> there's 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 yeah I know there's free DLC uh, day one where you can download the Japanese voice pack and then put on English subtitles. Thank the Lord. Um, <laughs> I, I I may I may not the the I don't know who voices uh, your blade. Because um, each person, each person in this game is a driver, and then they have what is called a blade, which is like a person who fights alongside you, but they're not a person. I'm not entirely sure what they are yet, kind of thing. They're like a weapon entity type thing. Uh, but whoever voices her, she does a really good job. It's just I think the person. It sounds like the person who voices Rex voiced Shulk, and the person who voiced Shulk wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess my my only real two complaints are uh, some of the voice acting is just bad. Um, there's a section that I'm at right now where I kind of feel like I'm slogging through because I'm, I'm going against. Usually, most of the game you battle 
monsters. But at this particular section, I'm, I'm going against soldiers who literally say the same three things, literally like back to back to back to back to back to back to back while I'm battling them. And I'm just like, you're driving me crazy. Mm. Um, and of course, some of the the uh, the dialogue doesn't quite match in sync with the lips. But uh, I mean, the cutscenes are pretty good. Uh, there's some funny, charming banter between the characters. So uh, it's grown on me. Uh, I like it. Um, I don't. I, I'm still not sure what I think of it in comparison to the to the mm-hmm. original, because the original was really cool with the mechs and everything. This doesn't have any mechs. Um, but it's pretty cool. I, I like it. I think anyone who liked the first one, I like this one too. I'm, I can't wait to see what you think when you play it. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, dive just... into it, but I'm going to wait because I'm really bad with Christmas gifts. Like my wife <laughs> never knows what to get me. So now that this is out, I'm, she can get me something. Chup. Yeah. Uh, but that's really it. Yeah, those those three games. Mainly like it, uh, Xenoblade in the past, like, what, two days since it came out? Two mm-hmm. days, something like that? Yeah. You've been thrown into it then. You really like it. Yeah, it came out on the first. Yeah. Yeah. So and that was a, that's a full that. AAA car. That's a $60 game? Yeah, yeah. Uh, published by Nintendo, I believe, and uh, developed Monolith by uh, Monolith. Monolith, yeah. Monolith. They made all the other Xenoblades, too. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. Cool, man. And to, um, yep. Tristan? Uh, still plucking away at uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Hmm. The gameplay loop in that game does start to get a little repetitive, like mm-hmm. most Assassin's Creed games. But yeah. the story really redeems it. Uh, it's, it's a story that is genuinely interesting to watch unfold. Uh, so that's good. That's kind of what's keeping me going back to it. And the combat's fun. So, yeah. Cool. And other than that, nice, I uh, I picked up Gear Club Unlimited for the Switch, which is a racing game. And I'm enjoying Tell it me about a that. lot more than I thought. So you know how I am with mobile games, and mm-hmm. I hate free-to-play stuff, and I hate touchscreen controls. I heard there's, I heard there's some free-to-play elements in that, so like a mobile elements. Gear type. Club was actually originally a mobile game which I downloaded and tried, and I hate it because <laughs> it uses touchscreen controls and it has really, really terrible free-to-play elements. Oh. Uh, so what they did for the Switch port is they got rid of all of the free-to-play stuff. Um, That's good. And, yeah, so you, you basically you pay an upfront you know, cost, which was $44, mm-hmm. um, and everything... You still have to unlock things, but there's no wait timers and there's no option to buy a microtransaction and there's no option to share on Facebook or Twitter for speed bonuses and stuff like that. It's just all nice. you, oh, thank goodness. you get money for completing races and, and, that's it. and then you use that money to buy and upgrade and customize. But you so, can't skip the line. No, you cannot. Um, which is which is good it's yeah. a much more straightforward racing sim um mm-hmm. it's definitely not on the level of something like gran turismo or forza um mm-hmm. you know there there isn't fine tuning like there is in those type of games for your car there are more like bulk upgrades like okay engine level one engine level two brakes level one brakes level two stuff like that aerodynamics level one level two so it it makes your cars better uh, but it's it's more of like a okay this is a a preset improvement rather than me going in and tweaking my suspension to my liking like you would in in those types of games right um, which for me is fine because I'm not a car per- like I'll watch Top Gear but it's mostly just to watch Jeremy Clarkson be a jerk to people um, yeah so when I play a racing game like that. I don't care so much, you know, like the fact that I'm dropping a lump sum into something and it's getting better. That's fine for me. Um, there are definitely places where like you can tell it's a, it used to be a mobile game. You know, it doesn't look quite as good as 
uh, a Forza, or not quite as good as a Forza. It doesn't look anywhere near as good as it, one of those types of games. Right. Um, it it kind of, to me, to me, it kind of looked like a an HD PS2 style yeah, game. Yeah, it doesn't look bad by any means, but there are places where the details really lack. Uh, there are... They, they they tout that it has over, you know, 200 races and tracks and stuff, but a lot of those you're just doing the same type of track with different cars and stuff. Mm. Uh, but there is still a pretty diverse number. It lacks things Fun, like dynamic weather numbers. changes and stuff, which kind of sucks. I wish that there was some kind of weather mechanic in there. Right. Um, but for the source material it being a mobile game, it is it, it's pretty dense for, for what it is. So... The forty, I've already put you know probably fifteen to twenty hours into it, um, and I'm enjoying it. The it's it's it, it does a really good job of giving you an insane sense of speed, right? Uh, and it does a really good job of of translating the controls to controller, especially the pro controller. It feels really good with the pro controller. It doesn't have rumble for some reason, which I found kind of weird. That's a little. Yeah, I, I hope that that's something that they I add. W- I wonder if it's because. I'm sure it's because. I wonder if it's because everyone's complaining about like the full on. Well, I don't know. I think it's probably just the way that it was ported, probably because it also doesn't have any background music when you race, which <laughs> is also the, which really? I understand for a mobile game because it's on your phone, so you're probably just playing your own music in the background. So to not have that in the mm. console version seems weird for me. It wasn't a big deal because I basically been listening to podcasts the entire time I've been playing it. Uh, so that's not much of an issue for me, but it is very strange to have a game that has no, especially like driving games and soundtracks kind of go hand in hand, you know, like forever. Yeah. yeah, Just kind of expect it. So to only have music in the menus is kind of strange, but, um, there's no other game like it on switch. I mean, your only other racing options are, are super arcade racers, uh, and there's, so there's, there's no hardcore and it's not hardcore, like a Forza game, um, to, to that point, it still feels very arcadey when you play it. It gives you a crazy sense of speed and you're not constantly slamming on the brakes to make pinpoint turns and stuff. You can really get, uh, I, I would compare it much more to like a Ridge Racer or something, you know, it's, well, okay. it's, it still feels very arcadey hmm, um, yeah. and it feels really good to drive. So I'm enjoying it. I, there are things that I wish were more fleshed out for a console version of that game, but right. overall, like I would probably give it like a solid seven. That's pretty solid. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah. That's a good. Uh... Yeah, I, I would never tell somebody like this is how you should price your game, but I think that maybe forty five dollars to me, even though I paid it, is a little too steep for that game right. uh, for for what's in there. But again, it's the only kind of game like that on the switch so it's the only experience you're going to get uh on a portable console if you're not playing on phone which it is essentially the same experience as phone game but phone game is terrible in my opinion because far subpar because of the free-to-play aspects of it lame yeah so you Hmm. if you like racing games you know it's a solid choice i think we should all Take oh, a step also, back and go uh, and play no, Pod Racer. Instead. Yeah, we should definitely do that. <laughs> in the arcade, though. Yeah, that game was great. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, one more thing to note about it is there's no online multiplayer right now, which is weird. There's, there's oh, local what? multiplayer, which works fine, uh, but no on there's online leaderboards mm-hmm. and stuff. So you can you're like uploading. You times can compare and stuff, your time. You can compare your times, but there's no live racing against other people. Um, Very weird. Which is weird. Yeah. I wonder if they're waiting for that Nintendo backbone. I'm like, yeah. I'm hoping that that changes a lot know. of things. But do you think that's coming soon? It's got to be coming in January. They said it was January like uh, a while ago. I think. Yeah, that, that it has to be uh, this whole you, online service. Yeah. Are you guys going to be paying for that's it? That's a whole other thing. I will be paying for it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's like twenty it's bucks. Just, or it's twenty months, twenty yeah. bucks a year or something totally. stupid. Like that's nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nothing. I'll get that. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> Should we head over to the news? All right. Well, uh, in the world of PlayStation, uh, December's PlayStation Plus games have been revealed. Um, 
really <laughs> not nothing great. Crazy. You can pick up Kung Fu Panda. <clears throat> you can pick up, pick up Kung Fu Panda uh, Showdown of Legendary Legends on PS4 for free. <laughs> um, honestly, the best thing on there is if you're one of the few people who have a PSVR, you can pick up uh, Until Dawn and Rush of Blood, which I got for free and still haven't tried yet. So You should know. play. You, um, should, you can get Darksiders 2. You should play that. Um, but yeah, I mean, just head to the website, pixelator.com. You can check them out in the recap. Um, I read an interesting article about how, uh, uh, this particular person thinks that, uh, free <clears throat> games on both PS plus and Xbox, uh, live may be a thing of the past next generation. You think so? Um, cause when you think about it, I mean it, well, it was something that Sony made to try and draw people in. Because when PS3 came out, their online multiplayer was free. Yeah. Uh, whereas Xbox, you always had to pay for it. So they had to find some way to pull people into their paid service. And that was a big, big thing for them. Right. And then shortly thereafter, Xbox followed suit. Um, but now it's just like most – more times than not, it's just not great stuff you're getting. Uh, Xbox is usually month for month better with what you get. Yeah. Um, but I just think I just think that these these companies they I don't know I don't know if they need to give games away to have you stay paying anymore I don't know I don't know we'll see uh, next up Monster Hunter World is rapidly approaching its release and you can get a taste of the hunt from December 9th to the 12th if you're a PlayStation Plus member so they actually released the dates now um, PlayStation Plus users can also grab. Uh, the Smite PlayStation Plus pack for free. I don't know what Smite is. Some kind of free-to-play game. But it includes 31 skins, 20 gods, voice packs, and an announcer pack. And you can grab that from December 12th to January 9th. Cool. Um, Smite's kind of like another... Nintendo, I didn't have anything for... Yeah, I didn't have anything for Xbox. I don't know if you guys have I've got one for Xbox. Uh, but I actually only learned about it today because it was announced in a tweet. Uh, which is if you are playing Xbox and you are a member of the new Xbox Game Pass subscription, uh, you have a chance to win a gold-plated, 24-carat gold-plated Xbox One X Scorpio That's Edition hot. console. Oh, that ugly-ass thing you sent? Oh, yeah. God. It's, so uh, it's pretty horrendous. Um, but there is a chance to win this Project Scorpio Edition Xbox One X that is plated in gold. Basically, all you got to do is play games and have a Game Pass subscription, blah, blah, blah. Sounds like another way for you to buy into something you're also paying for. I'm not entirely sure that I want to continue paying for another service on top of Xbox Live that I pay for. I tried it. There's just Game not Pass. enough there right In now Game Pass, for me. Yeah. I own all of the games really that I would want to play from it. Um, if there was if there was a game there that I wanted to play, that might make it worth it. But That's reasonable. Yeah, I just don't think they're adding new games quick enough. Uh, I, I think that if they really overhauled their backwards compatibility library and started offering like you know bulk numbers of those games on it, that would be a much bigger incentive to to subscribe to that i totally agree yeah, yeah. it's it's keeping me from doing it the same way so yeah. I, I get it just not enough there right now yeah but that was it that's all i got for xbox i'm waiting uh, for the pirates game can uh, we back up to playstation real quick that, uh yes that ps2 theme that's coming to ps4 is dope oh that looks nice yeah i thought that that was actually developed by sony but i guess it's not but there's like a there's a theme that's coming no but that they they recreates uh, the ps2 aesthetic and they use actual sounds from the ps2 dashboard and the background and the background and the clock kind of cool. and oh it looks it actually it actually pulls the the actual audio from the background um from the bios yeah. and they uh sample up sample it or whatever uh but yeah they actually work with sony on that i read um, so it's not it wasn't actually made by Sony, but they uh, had a hand in helping them with it, which I thought was really cool. Do you know when that's available? Uh, I think this week, this coming week, two ninety nine. It comes out this week. No, I don't know the exact day, hmm. but uh, yeah, I'm gonna pick that up for sure. And actually, I might have it in here. I don't know. Uh, oh no, I don't. Uh, Nintendo news: Shovel Knight is a hard game. 
So <laughs> wouldn't it be great if you could share your latest series of perfect jumps and death-defying stunts? Well, good news. Now you can. Because uh, video recording is making its way to the Switch version of the game. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah. Uh, Platonic Games finally announced Ukulele is releasing on Switch December 14th and includes all the content that's already out. Weirdly, I think that that's a good time to do it. They waited long enough for Mario for people to like be like, oh, maybe I could get in on this. But also at the same time, maybe it's too little too late. It might be too little too late, man. I'm, I'm, I've been sort of on the fence about Ukulele since it didn't come out immediately at the same time on steam Mm -hmm. and all these things were coming out and all the reviews and like i was really excited about it and then now i just kind of look at it like uh yeah i could i could play it for the nostalgia value but there isn't really a good reason for me to do that i'm curious to see how it's received by i didn't play it on steam either yeah when it comes out you played it on um Um, steam didn't you antonio ukulele yeah a little bit like barely Really, honestly, I shouldn't have even bought it. It was a waste yeah. of money. Um, I should have just waited because I, I, my, <clears throat> I kickstarted it, um, and then I changed my, my reward from PS4 to Switch. Um, so you're you're so gonna get I, a code. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm still looking forward to it, okay. but uh, I mean, like Tristan said, I think it, it it has enough time after Mario. Yeah. Um, at least for people who have mario and have the switch now i mean if you're gonna pick up mario i mean if you're gonna pick up a switch for the holiday you're probably gonna pick up mario but it's still it's still good because there's not a lot of other 3d action platformers out there um, that's true there's rhyme which is really great but runs like shit on the switch and then there's what's it called poi or something like that that's actually supposed to be P-O-I? decent yeah um huh. it's supposed to be a decent little game um, but there's not a lot out there for a Nintendo platform. Um, so, yeah, the more the merrier. And it looks really well-polished and stuff. So uh, better better late than never for that game, I think. Yeah. Um, Stardew Valley has been updated to version 1.236 on Switch, which includes much-appreciated improvements, like significantly faster save times, a fix yes. for the left speaker audio crackling, and many other bug fixes. Uh, they also enabled video recording. So I can share me planting crops with the world. I'm going to pick it up again because yeah. I sort of put it down since all those issues were happening. And then Mario, of course. Yeah. This is a here. good reason to go I, I put it down when Mario mm-hmm. came out. Uh, but it's a great game. Oh, it's such a good little game. I mm-hmm. love it. Uh, there's been a lot of updates. So Nintendo updated ARMS to version 4.10, uh, which includes Springtron as a playable character. Originally, Springtron was brought in as a boss. Uh, in another part of the update that came out in October, but now he's actually a playable character. Uh, but they also... That, I mean, he was kind of the headlining feature of this update. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also new badges, balance adjustments that were made, and more. I don't think any um, of us three have arms, except for uh, Danny has arms, doesn't she? I mean, yeah. I have two arms. I don't. Danny's the only person <laughs> I know who has it. <laughs> uh, well played. Um, did you see Tony? Did you see that the original voice actors for Life is Strange are coming back? To that was that was actually one of my things. Yeah, I'm stoked for that. Mm-hmm. That's Only if you yeah, have the deluxe use. edition, I guess. Yeah, I'll get into that then. I'll touch on that. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, ever since people saw that Blizzard was non-committed to bringing Overwatch to Switch, which I mean. Who knows what the future holds, but at the moment, they said they're not going to do it. Uh, online shooter fans have been begging high res to consider Paladins for release on the console. Oh, is that going to happen? Um, now da- well, I don't know, but data miners have discovered some references to an engine config file, uh, found references to engine config files for Switch in the latest beta. Um, and while it's not confirmation, it at least shows that they're tinkering around with the idea. That can be too. Paladins um, on Switch makes honestly more switch oh honestly more sense than overwatch imo yeah wait why? overwatch overwatch is a fast-paced game dude isn't paladins the same thing is well yeah but rip-off? like sh- sort of shameless rip off but i don't care as much maybe right. that's why i would much rather have a some kind of functional version of overwatch even if it was like on switch 
Yeah. You would want to play it on Switch? No, I don't want to play it on console, period. But Yeah, it's so much better with a mouse and keyboard. Connect 4. (laughs) Overwatch. Do you remember when, back when EGM used to do April Fool's jokes? I think this was EGM that did it. They teased uh, Fallout Vault Edition for Wii, Mm -hmm. and it was just party (laughs) games inside of a Fallout Vault. Because that's the only way you'd ever be able to get Fallout to run on Wii. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, It's similar. Um, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp has amassed 15 million downloads in its first week on both iOS and Android, which is half that of Super Mario Run. Um, I think I just read it. May, oh, it grossed 10 million already, too. Do you know what else Animal Crossing Pocket Camp did? What? Got uninstalled from my phone. Yeah. Me too. I really don't go back to it either. It's not. Yeah. I mean, if if you're into that kind of gameplay, it's awesome. But if you are looking for actual Animal Crossing, this is not it. Oh, definitely not, yeah. no. Um, if you haven't played Overcooked yet on Switch, which you most definitely should, mm-hmm. uh, then you may not know the title suffered from performance issues at launch. Will tells me that yep. the recent patch, uh, which focused on frame rate, seemed to help. However, there was still an eight-way movement bug that prevented players from properly controlling their cook, whether you realized it or not. Mm-hmm. That issue, along with others, has been addressed in the latest update, that uh, the developers released this week. Yeah. So they acknowledged that there was an eight-way movement bug, and they fixed it. So now you should even have tighter control. Thank God. I'm gonna play it because um, I want to. Which find is out. super you know. important in that game. Dude, hugely important. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, rumored for days and now confirmed, Super Mario cereal becomes <laughs> part of the nutritious breakfast industry. I can't, I can't wait box. to have to pay three times the amount on eBay for a box of cereal. There's no. Well, you, are you gonna buy it? Yeah. I might try it. Are you going to buy it? I might try it. I'll, it's got a I'll, freaking I'll amiibo it. in it. I'll try I'll, it. It looks just like Lucky Charms. It's got an amiibo, it's got an amiibo in it. It looks... It's an amiibo It card. looks like Lucky Charms, and the I like box, Lucky Charms, so I might as well try it. The box is an amiibo, right? Yeah. Like the box every box. Yeah, every box has an amiibo. Uh, unlocking We have reached coins peak amiibo, guys. <laughs> we have reached peak amiibo. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, no going back. The amiibo well, are taking over the world. If you turn in... Like the president of Nintendo into an amiibo, and you can only get it if you meet him. Uh, I would buy it's a like, Reggie amiibo tomorrow. If there was a Reggie, like if Reggie had a little sensor in his palm that was injected, like a little chip, and if you shook his hand, it's one thing, but if you shake his hand into a Wiimote, into a uh, an NFC reader, it'll give him, it'll be like, you unlocked Reggie, and he's a playable character. They should just inject Reggie with a street pass, and every time I walk, like if you ever walk by him, you just get him on your 3DS. That'd be badass. Yeah, but nobody street passes anymore, so. Uh, I street pass all day or day. Anyway, are you going to buy that cereal for real? I'll try it. I, I will, yeah, I'll I'm try not going to buy that cereal. I'm not a huge cereal okay. person. I bet it's going to taste like straight garbage. I bet it's going to taste just like Lucky, Lucky Charms. Charms. It looks it exactly a, like Lucky Charms. It probably does. Mixed berry cereal. Uh, yeah. So, uh, the wait for the original Super Meat Boy on Switch is almost over. In a newsletter to fans, Team Meat states that a December launch is currently planned, while also containing a curious tease. The developer writes the Switch version will have something special that should be a pretty enticing reason, a pretty enticing reason for Switch owners to pick up the game again if they already own it on other systems. Oh, that Mario cereal is only limited edition? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was just... Well, that's how they get you to buy it. Man, they really are branching out with their IP and the third parties, dude. Yeah, they are. They're they're working on it. Dude, Nintendo's crushing it in the game these days. Um, That Super Meat Boy news, though, is interesting to me. I wonder what that's that's about. Did they get some kind of discount? So, so wait. They're going to be releasing the OG Super Meat Boy, or are they going to be releasing... The new Super both. Meat. The, both. The OG comes out in December, uh-huh. and the new one comes out next year with every other people platform. who buy the old one get something? Yeah. So probably it's we don't like know what beta you, access you get, or get some, you get so, According to Team Meat's Twitter, if, it just says it's loot crates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty nice. sure they're joking. Too real. <laughs> they, they, they retweeted a Destructoid yeah, they, article, yeah. and then they just this, the Destructoid yeah. article said Super Meat Boy will have something pretty special. 
and they just tweeted it with blue crates. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, too topical. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. So I got some interesting news. Uh, EA took a $10 hit per share following the Battlefront 2 microtransactions debacle, which amounted yeah. to about $3 billion in market capitalization. Screw Good. Good. Maybe, maybe their, yep. their, their entire, their their entire, entire world is based executive right table now. must be shaking right now. I believe it. Well, they did the same thing. What was that other game that just came out um, by EA? I mean, they also have they same also have problem. $33 Need billion for speed. in market cap, so... Was it Need for Speed? Yeah. There's another game that just launched like this week, and it has the exact same problem as Battlefront 2. All uh, loot boxes, all pay to win. It was something that I didn't care about, like a sports game. This loot box, I'm, I'm really hoping that this loot box thing fixes itself, and especially because government entities are starting to voice their opinions on it. And the last thing that we need is government regulation inside of video games. I, I have no interest in that. Mm. And I have the utmost faith that the market would correct itself by people doing exactly what they're doing at Battlefront and not buying it. So yeah, hopefully so if, if government starts regulating games, you know, we're going to see a loss of features that we actually like in games and games will go up because Companies will have to recoup the cost of that regulation. So yeah. we're sort of uh, not to have a, a plug about something that's very important, but we're sort of about to have some regulation if we consider the net neutrality access. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, Fortnite's battle royale mode received a massive patch that adds smoke grenades, leaderboards, 4K support, and more for the Xbox One X. Okay. For the That's two cool. people who have that game's it. good. No, that game is got a pretty huge player base, dude. No, oh, no, no, no Xbox One X. One X's. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to look far to find mobile games that knock off successful established titles and properties, sometimes making a lot of money. Uh, nowhere has that become more prevalent than China. So much so, in fact, that Blue Hole and Tencent have plans <laughs> for a China. mobile version of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds in China. That's fun. They're Enjoy making that. a mobile PUBG. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Let's see how that plays. You. You can. You. Uh, you notice how he said Tencent is the one doing it and not yeah. Player Unknown. Mm-hmm. So it will not be a loyal port. It will be some actual shit mobile game. I bet. So. Yeah. Uh, it's supposedly it's going to be a port. I don't know. We'll find if out. If they can't port it, if they can't uh, it port says, it to run at more than thirty frames per second on Xbox One, there is no way in hell they can port that game to run on mobile. Yep. No with, way. With any with, sense of without without crazy ass like reduction in quality and content of that game. I mean, I can already tell you that trying to aim down your scope and shoot somebody on a mobile title while running is not going to occur. It's just, no, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe they'll have some uh, genius of engineering uh, in, you know, uh, 10 cents. Let's but, use motion controls. No, thanks. <laughs> oh, hard pass. You know what though? You motion know what I will say it. about motion controls? Mm. When I'm aiming my bow, I like them a lot for when aiming. I'm, when I'm aiming my bow yeah. in Assassin's Creed and I have to use the joysticks, I'm like, Fuck! This was so much easier in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, because no, I've I've been actually been I've been saying that since um, uh, Uncharted: Golden Abyss on Vita, because that you could aim and then you could fine tune your aiming with the gyroscope, mm. and it was so awesome. Yeah. And then I was so happy when other games like Breath of the Wild and, and stuff started implementing that for those things. It's fantastic. Yeah, right. It's uh, it's just so much easier. I, so I'm much more glad precise. that they charged ninety dollars for the Pro Controller and put motion in it because. I love that. 70? Wasn't it 90? No, that's two Joy-Cons. That's right. I haven't bought a Nintendo accessory in a while. Two Joy-Cons are 80. They're so expensive. Uh, Yeah. That's why I only have one. Oh, the the Dock's 90. That's right. The Dock's 90. Got my periffs mixed up. Yeah. Your high era expensive periffs confused. Uh, In the wake of widespread anger of the state of Destiny 2, Bungie canceled their live stream, which was meant... To be the last of three streams promoting the game's updated exp- upcoming expansion, Curse of Osiris. 
Instead, Bungie addressed the overall state of the game. Some of the highlights are account-wide armor ornaments are coming, better vendor rewards, more worthwhile incentives for prestige activities and strikes, mm-hmm. adventures and lost sectors, private matches, a ranked plan crucible, blah, blah, blah. You can read the rest of the website. I think we website. talked about this a little or bit last week, on, like, but Bungie's. the reason that they canceled yeah. it was because they were found out to be throttling people's experience gaining mm-hmm. uh, in a very unfair way. And people found out and were very unhappy. Well, without telling them, yeah. They said, hey, you're getting X amount and you're actually getting yeah. way so less. So to fix that issue, they stopped throttling, but they boosted the requirement. So literally nothing changed it. Oh, it's just like the yeah. Battlefront 2 bullshit. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, yep. yeah. definitely a case of stockholders speaking, affecting the way the game functions. So... Oh yeah! Congratulations, everybody um, now on one, Wall Street. Thank you for ruining everything. <laughs> one thing that one one thing that's cool that Destiny Two did get is now it has support for hands-free voice command features thanks to Amazon Alexa. So while you're playing the game, you can add a new skill to Alexa that lets uh, players issue voice. Alexa, commands, add more content, uh, which talks to the ghost. <laughs> nice. That's good. So wait, yeah. so but it, it, let, it lets you equip items, send messages to friends, meet up with your clanmates, stuff like that. Okay, that's really pretty cool because I watched the video and and you could like swap out gear or you could say, "Hey, uh, Alexa, get me the best, um, let's say, assault rifle or or whatever that you have," and they'll pick it and equip it. Can for I you. ask Alexa if there's a wizard on the moon? <laughs> that wizard yes. came from the moon dude listen that's really cool that you can use voice commanding to swap in because i can imagine that upping my game a lot i am uncomfortable with the fact that they put it on an alexa like i don't know why that's different to me in my head than using uh cortana or using siri because it's always listening bro but it's always listening in your house this alexa is and it's it's for sure just a plug to make you buy these things it's all conspiracy. Yeah, well, listen to you. I'm. I mean, I know it sounds bonkers to do to talk about that shit, but like a little bit, yeah. Uh, no, I am also like I don't own I just an Alexa. Do not or trust those. I won't own an uh, Air Air. What is the Apple one going to be called? Air Home HomePod. 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 I just don't. I don't need something listening to me all the time. Nope. Hard pass. I yeah. just think. I think there's something to be said about that. I, I respect my privacy a little too much. Yes. Um, all right. Well, that's kind of cool about Destiny, but I think if they could do it somewhere else, I'd be happy. Uh, yeah. Tinfoil hat will. Yep. Uh, Gazillion Games was originally slated to run Marvel Heroes through the end of the year. However, Disney decided to sever ties and shut down the game on top of laying off all staff just before Thanksgiving. Ouch. To make matters worse... Disney informed them they would be losing all benefits, medical care, and that the company would not be paying PTO. Players have also been affected, as it's up to them to seek refunds, which are currently being honored by Microsoft, but not Sony. They didn't yeah. even pay them out their time offs. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's, uh, I've, nope. heard people, I've heard people really blaming Disney for all this for some reason, but I feel like uh-huh. if Gazillion was basing their entire success strategy on the one game continuing to perform yep that's on them that's a bad move that's terrible that they had no no backup at all and well it's crazy because it reminds me it reminds me of if you look at some of these companies that source parts to apple for iphones and ipads i was just reading one i forget who what what company it was but they source a specific component and apple is 80 some odd percent of their overall revenue for that company if apple gives them the middle finger the following year and decides to go with another partner another vendor or make the part themselves that company is screwed and that happens a lot year after year yeah like that's a that's a bad business move yeah and good on Um, microsoft for giving people refunds because you know that game just came out for for xbox uh so people that you know poured money into it expecting to have a long-lasting product like the pc one that's really you know shame on sony for not offering something similar if they maybe they have at this point but at the time that i wrote that they were still not yeah so. i mean it's crazy because it's so it's so sudden yeah that's that's um, just kind of shitty 
This goes back to something that uh, uh, Tristan talked about earlier. So Ashley Birch will reprise her role as Chloe Price in Life is Strange Before the Storm's bonus episode titled Farewell. Hannah Tell, I think that's how you say her name, who played Max Caulfield in the original series, will also return, making a comeback of sorts. Rihanna DeVries adopted the role of Chloe uh, for the first three episodes of Before the Storm, uh, which is the prequel. Um, and she will continue to be involved with the franchise moving forward. Um, so yeah, uh, now farewell is something you can. It was a bonus title you can only get if you bought the deluxe edition, which is basically, um, I mean, it's twenty five or twenty four dollars for all three episodes at once. If you buy them individually, you can't buy the bonus episode individually. So that's, I mean, that's it. It ended mm. up being cheaper if you bought them with the bonus thing anyway. Um, the deluxe edition and sonic forces may not be great but sonic's pr team has been killing it uh they're hilarious to watch on twitter uh sonic teams fully embraced the long-running sanic meme <laughs> in forces by making it available as an in-game wearable shirt for free That's so stupid but i love it i love it <laughs> which i thought was really funny <laughs> sanic that's the that's the cover the splash uh, photo you put here with the gotta go fast. Yeah. Did you mean to put yeah. the one with the? <laughs> well, that's cool. I won't call attention. Anyway, um, that's that's hilarious to me. Probably so... not to answer your question. Okay. Good. Oh. I'd... Yeah. Oh wow! I just saw that. Yeah, you might want to fix that. Nope. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so cool. so that's fun, but um. I don't know if we have a, a topic of show per se, but uh, definitely there was a lot. This has been an interesting week uh, coming out of the Thanksgiving and into the uh, the holiday spirit time. Um, Danny is uh, has just recently moved, so she's not with us this week, uh, but she does wish she could be here. She's functioning on data right now. She don't, is. She, don't she's on that LTE, LTA, don't LTE life. Yeah. Um, apparently she's got unlimited, but she's getting throttled, which is not surprising because we are approaching the end of a net neutral world. There's a plug for you. Fight for net neutrality. Um, that's probably all I have. That's all I have. Yeah. I got a question for you guys. Yeah. What's the question? So we talked about this a little bit in the thread, but would you be on board of games raising their standard retail price to sixty nine ninety nine if it meant changing the way microtransactions appeared in games to make them, you know, less existent or, or, you know, less prevalent, which would, would you be okay with paying $10 more for a triple a AAA title? Um, because the whole argument is like microtransactions exist because game development is more expensive as the generations go. So sure. How, you know, would, would that, would that recouping of cost kill your interest to buy games? Um, to directly answer your question, no, but to pose, I, as in I would pay, but to answer your question with a question, I would pose to you, do you think that $10 additional per game per user is going to be enough to counteract how much additional cash is netted from microtransactions? Because I'm thinking we're talking in the tens of thousands, if not millions of dollars, uh, with microtransactions that would not actually be seen by a flat 70. I mean... Right? Yeah. I mean, because we're thinking, we're talking, yes, it's a flat $10 per user, which most of us would be willing to bear, for the most part. Uh, but if, you you might sell, see, if, you know, if you sell 40 million copies of a game right. at an extra $10, that it's is, not nothing. That is a huge wrong. sum of money that can it go is. towards dev costs. It is, but we also have to take into consideration that there are $60 games that are sold and they sell however many, 400,000 editions. And then, um, for the sake of argument, 15% of those users will go on to buy and 2%, uh, not of that 15, but 2% included in that 15% are going to spend hundreds of dollars because they so your 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 argument your your argument is the fish that spend way more on microtransactions yes. would outweigh I don't think there's enough of them 
in their in, in existence to outweigh the revenue increase that you would get from I don't know I don't know that that's the case. That's I, my I, yeah. I think I think that I think the extra ten dollars you would get from from selling a mass quantity would outweigh the number of people that spend a large sum of money on on microtransactions. Okay. Second follow up question to your initial query: Do you think that the greed will be squished? No. Do you think that they're going to say, "Cool, we're going to do seventy dollars games and there's microtransactions"? I think. I think they try and do it. I think they would try and do it. I think. I, I, think it, I, I generally think microtransactions are not a product of dev choice. I think that they are a product of publisher choice, um, and the necessity to meet some kind of fiscal demand. So. Well, yeah, but everything is about maximizing profit margin, right? Right. I, I especially right now after what's been going on, I think that that is something that's going to decrease its presence in the future. What immensely. microtransactions? Micro, not microtran microtransactions are not going away, but the the way that they are pushed on people to to play the game to a functional degree, I think that that's going to change dramatically. I, you know, I think something like Overwatch did it perfectly, where mm. it's only cosmetic and that's the way it should be. I think that this this screw up with Battlefront Two is going to make everybody take a hard look at at what's going on there. I hope so. I mean, Battlefront Two is I I think you're right. It's just the beginning, but EA also re released this game. Let me see if I can find it. Um, that's doing the exact same thing, and people are freaking out about it also. Um, uh, not Battlefield 1, not FIFA. I think uh, it's Need for Speed, bro. Maybe it was... No, it's UFC, UFC no. 3. Yeah, I, but the thing with that is it's like... I don't care about UFC, these but games, there are a lot of people who do. These games take a long time to develop. I'm sure yeah. the system was in place and finalized and gone gold before. probably before any of this outcry happened. So well, That's why I'm worried about Anthem. It's it's in this development world where I they could change it. Yeah, I, I think Anthem is it's probably still... I don't think Anthem is something we see for at least another two years. So I, I Because think they're going to have to put it a little bit back on the back burner? I think it probably wasn't anyway. Mm. Um, but I think that it's still early enough in development. My concern, my fear is don't, don't fuck up Beyond Good and Evil 2 Ubisoft. Don't... Please just make it do it good. Make it good. Don't don't try and muscle in that bullshit. I I've waited too long. Give it to me, baby. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Dude, every time you text the thread about wanting to buy Battlefront Two, I feel that pain because they have this really awesome hook, and I know that we're going down the same path we've talked about before. But like, I want to be in that universe yeah. wrecking shit again. I do. It bothers I, me that I can't, but I am forcing myself not to buy it because I'm am, so pissed about this. I am on the cusp of my traditional rewatch of every Star Wars before seeing the new one. That's what I've been And doing. I'm very afraid right now that I'm going to get balls deep in that and be like, I, I, can't, I can't withstand the urge. I need, it. I need to play the Battlefront. I've been, um, I've been watching the prequels again, which are, by the way, just as bad as we remember, but it makes all the prequel memes three times more funny. <laughs> do it do it <laughs> you are in big doo-doo this time <laughs> anyway um and every single time there's a star fighter pilot like battle or actually in the third one which we're watching now like you just say i want to do that there's so many cool explosions and i remember that they're available in this game and i'm like oh <sighs> yeah you know what we could do if we really wanted to do it and piss off all of our listeners for buy the game and spend being corporate lots of money shills. on transactions. Well, I was going to say we could all four of us go in for a copy and pass it around. So it's well, not I saw awful. right now if you have the Best Buy Gamer Club unlock thing, you can get it for twenty five bucks. It probably should stay at twenty five dollars. Listen, if a game was costing twenty five bucks, and and they expect me to throw twenty five thirty bucks in multi multi. Uh, microtransactions sure go i'd go still be nuts. mad about it but yeah that would be more go reasonable. nuts yeah that would be a much easier pill so to is swallow. it is it 25 right now uh I, I i don't know if that's still valid but i saw an advert that was like a uh, whole list of games that was like yada 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 if you have it 25 bucks and both the ps4 and xbox <laughs> edition were on there 
Um, yeah, everything I see says it's being sold for like 80 or 60 still. Yeah. And by everywhere, I mean Amazon.com. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll continue to talk and fight about it, I get. Hell yeah, that's all I got this week. That's it, man. Oh, yeah. you know what? Now that I discovered in Elite Dangerous, I'm going to look at this HCS voice packs thing. Mm-hmm. I did not know that Brent Spiner did one. Mm-hmm. That's incredibly appealing to me. Yeah, having dude. Data talk to me through my ship. Yep. Oh my god! And it's not I... very expensive. Yeah. It's fifteen dollars for the voice pack, and it's ten for the actual plugin that runs it. So it's twenty-five. Yeah. I if they did have Levar Burton do one, I would cream. Game over, dude. Yeah. Game over. John De- John Delancey did one. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I can have Q. Uh, All right. Well, if you have enjoyed what we've talked about today, uh, please check us out on PixelRaider.com. You can also follow us online at PixelRaider on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram and on whatever else you do on the Internet. We are there. We are uh, also now newly added to Patreon because we do not like advertising, but we love doing this. Um, the only thing we advertise is ever ourselves and will give us our best free opinions on what we like. So check us out there. And if you feel so generous, definitely do donate. We very much appreciate it. Uh, and if you wanted to do something a little less monetarily inclined, but wanted to say that you like what we do, head over to iTunes and give us a nice review. Uh, it does go a long way to, um, helping us out and making us feel appreciated and like you guys appreciate the work that we do. Now, if you want to hear about these games or any other games we've ever talked about, you can email us at podcast at pixelrader.com, and you can also shoot us a direct message to our individual handles, which are listed below every podcast in the description below. We would love to talk to you, and I guarantee there's good conversation to be had if you give us a like and a follow, uh, or even if you don't, just shout us out, and we will shout you back out in the next episode. Thanks so much for your time. This has been episode 92. I'm one of your hosts, Will. I'm Tristan Snow. I'm Tony. And we will see you all in the next episode. Bye. 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 Nah.